2: What is going on, everybody? My name is Conor Lawler. Welcome to our week of Weird News Wednesday. Wait, it's, it's Paddy's day. Sean? Conor, this, what are all these
0: leprechauns it... doing in the studio?
2: Begora. be bejays. Why are all the snakes <laughs> outside? Potatoes? <What>? <laughs> <laughs> this is Weird News Wednesday that has somehow dropped on everyone's favourite day to celebrate us.
0: <laughs> yes, I think... And correct me if I'm wrong, when we started this podcast, we timed it perfectly, that after a yeah. couple of years, Patrick. Yeah, we Day wanted to get like, the
2: warm-up. I wanted a yeah. run-up to the episode.
0: We wanted to really establish the format, and then, yeah. on Patrick's Day, we throw everything out out the window.
2: And we've been trying, I, like, all week, uh, we were running through drafts, so there was strange news say Paddy's Day. We had was, peculiar okay. news Paddy's Day. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just... It was a lot, but it is it is the day of St. Patrick, Sean, and we are an Irish podcast, so this puts us in kind of a strong position
0: to put an episode out. In many ways, we are the biggest authorities on weird news, and conversely, <laughs> the biggest authorities on Irish weird news. <laughs>
2: Because this year and this episode in particular I thought it might be interesting to do something special Because of the data that is in it Normally we go around the world As you yep. always say Sean I have scoured the internet putting all of the weird news stories together But this week is going to be a little different Because this week I have gone through the backlog of Irish news My Over gosh. the last 10 to 15 years His
0: poor brain ladies and gentlemen
2: I have, lo- I have read possibly Sorry, some 10 of 10 to the 15 funny- years yeah, just a random what? general number. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> and I wanted to find the weirdest news stories that had happened here on our Emerald Isles, Sean.
0: Interesting. And the thing is, is that we, Ireland rarely pops up week to week on weird news. True. But when it does, there is some beauties. Um, are you repeating any that we've already had on the show, or will I they be have all new?
2: One story. That uh, is possibly one It's normally in our top 5 best stories We've ever covered That will be covered on this episode
0: Excellent, I think I know what it is But I'm going to hold judgement until Mm. you reveal it
2: But I think what's most important is when I start reading these headlines, is that it might be a lot funnier for us, but every one of these headlines has appeared in a newspaper in Ireland before, okay? Yeah, likely close to the front as well. Yeah, there there was a few that I got rid of. For example, there was one that was a bishop uh, telling everyone to pray that the sun would eventually come out because it rains here all the time. Um, Solid advice. Yeah, and one, there was a um, weird yellow object found in sky, was a good one that I found. Um, but, Sean, where we're starting this week is possibly one of the most Irish headlines ever, because I know you would do the exact same thing, and when I read it to you you go, oh yes, here we go. Okay, Man sure. stranded for 12 hours on a boat because he didn't want to put anyone out.
0: <laughs> same, yeah, definitely. <laughs>
2: Oh. Isn't that the most Irish headline ever
0: Just don't cause a fuss Just wherever no. that boat is going That's where you belong now <laughs>
2: Honest, Honestly lads a I actually kind of wanted to lose my legs I I was actually talking last, last week to Maureen And I was saying I'd love to have an accident
0: That's the thing because Irish people We will be like in hospital getting surgery And we will tell the <laughs> doctor Oh don't go through any trouble
2: <laughs> I wouldn't want to put you out just Honestly, I'm, if you have I'm, better things to be doing... I'm grand,
0: lads. I'm grand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a man stranded on his boat in stormy conditions for more than 12 hours didn't call for help as he didn't want to put anyone out and had to be rescued by the lifeboat of service eventually.
0: Asher, the Coast Guard, they have loads to be doing in a storm.
2: <laughs> I mean, they're probably saving somebody way more important <laughs> than me. They're probably rescuing
0: people. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who am I? I no use to no one. The incident underlined the need for anyone in difficulty on the water to immediately contact the emergency services, Sean. It's like, lads, um, we
0: didn't think we had to say this. But.
2: but if you're in trouble, ring the lads that help you when you're in trouble. Yeah. We've set Surely. up
0: an entire system where anyone in trouble on a boat can get help from another boat. Use yeah, it.
2: That's fair enough. Yeah, but Sean, what if I'm not really worth it?
0: See, see again, just any time you're in trouble, call it party. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the man spent the night alone on his craft in Loch Derg after it went aground, ground having slipped its moorings. And the alarm was raised at 8.50am this morning by a passing cruiser. So he was out all night, Sean.
0: And did he just, like... Turn in for the night. Did he just sleep stranded in the middle of a lake or was he awake? The just whole time? you know how
2: it is in weather conditions that are very stormy and you're on a boat. Well, nothing to do here but sleep this off. There's yeah, no point in calling it leaves, anyway. buddies, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> The Valentina the, the Valentia Coast Guard asked the Lockdown crew to investigate the report made by the nearby cruiser, and um, and which had run aground behind Hare Island. Overnight, the winds on the night were four five, gusting to four seven winds. So he was right. nearly blown away, but he still didn't want to ring anyone because he didn't want to put anyone out. Sean,
0: he didn't want to cause any hassle. Sure, everyone to be talking. He could never show his face yeah. in town again.
2: Mm. Did you, did you um, hear
0: Simon? <laughs> fucking didn't tie his boat up properly. Ended up in a lake.
2: Well, he's dead now. Yeah, but it would have been more embarrassing to call for help. Simon would have been seen as a bit of a weakling
0: I told him if you drown to death don't come crying to me
2: (laughs) the the crew eventually found one person on board asleep in the cabin he was safe (laughs) unharmed and wearing his life jacket but had been stranded on his boat since 8pm the the previous evening. He had been reluctant to call the rescue service anxious not to put anyone out or to ruin anyone else's day (laughs) with his troubles.
0: Surely they sign up for that when they become rescue services. I like how he put the the life vest on because he clearly knew, look, this isn't a great situation. I'm probably going
2: to die (laughs) but... I mean, I don't really want to die a fucking coward, so I'm not going to ring anyone.
0: That's it. He didn't want people to find him without the life vest and think he died an idiot. He was like, no, he died smart. Kind of. He should have called us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sean, I think when I read this headline, I was just like... I think to get the listeners into the, the mindset of Irish people, this was the story to start with. Because this man is in g- level 7 winds that are probably blowing the shit out of his little boat in the, in the water. And he's going to probably die. So he puts sticks on the life jacket. But it's just about a case of, well, Sherlock, if it happens, it happens. Otherwise, it'll be grand.
0: He exactly. said, I'll either, it'll sort itself out, or I'll die. And that's... That, that's, that's what we're raised with is that, that's, that's how we solve our problems Is You just wait it out and eventually you might die Actually that's how I started eating um, Spaghetti bolognese This is a fun story It's not a fun story Because I, uh, I used to be a very picky eater When I was a kid um, right. And then I made a friend And I went over to his house
2: I don't believe this story so far Go on, this seems like made up
0: And uh, what was put in front of me Was spaghetti bolognese and yeah. what I was always raised with was don't make a fuss.
2: Don't make a fuss. No matter what happens at somebody else's house, even if they give you the one thing you're allergic to, you eat it.
0: Yeah, like I, oh, I eat so many things out of politeness. It's not even funny. <laughs> uh, but the, you've
2: eaten stuff at my house.
0: I have, Connor. I am deathly allergic to potatoes. <laughs>
2: And toast and I hate
0: toast You're a good man For a slice of toast Actually <laughs> What if Yeah what if I was like Celiac And I was just being Really polite in your house
2: and you just so Were violently ill Afterwards Couldn't record for it, days <laughs> But it was for that one day You know what I mean Didn't want to cause a fuss Didn't want to cause a um, fuss And I
0: love spaghetti bolognese now
2: Well that's I mean it's a heroic story I think
0: I think it's. it shows growth <laughs> <laughs>
2: It <laughs> does, I suppose. Um, okay, we're going to move on from that Irish piece of news to our another Irish piece of news. I should also note that Sean is drinking a can of beer as we do the Paddy's Day episode, I, which I think is very on brand.
0: It's the, look, it's roasting in Ireland. It's the only cold drink, because it was in the fridge, it's the only cold drink in the house. And yeah. Mad for the sup, of course. So
2: why have you had seven of them? <laughs> it's, just it's the only cold drink in the house, Connor.
0: my, uh, it's the tolerance. I need the tolerance to do the show, Connor.
2: <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. I have to drink to be cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck me, that's harsh. <laughs> the um, no, I, sorry, I I my bram-
2: spaghetti story. <laughs>
0: spaghetti story. Oh, yeah, I was so I was piss drunk. Right, <laughs> I had just I made seven. a friend. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, okay Sean, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news And there's one thing in Ireland that maybe a lot of people don't know And oh. it has many different names But here in Ireland it is known as either bacon and cabbage or ham and cabbage And so Sean, oh. our headline, uh, what would you describe as ham and cabbage? Is well, it, it uh, exactly what it says on the tin?
0: <laughs> it is. Well, I, I would describe it as bacon and cabbage myself uh, mm. the, the popular motto in my house I'm a savage for bacon and cabbage. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ!
0: But it's just it's, but it's it's boiled cabbage and fried yeah. bacon put together, and you, can you boil
2: the cabbage until there's no taste,
0: no taste, and you boil
2: the bacon, a big piece of ham until there's no taste. Stick them on a plate together.
0: Fucking whack that down. You can have spuds with it. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna need salt. I'll be honest. You're gonna need a lot of salt. <laughs>
2: To preserve you, but mostly also
0: for the food. <laughs> Just so you can stomach it.
2: <laughs> um, but, Sean, it's it's kind of a household... It's a staple here in Ireland. There's no real family that doesn't go at least one time every fortnight without having bacon and cabbage.
0: Bit of bacon and cabbage, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, because I have man-bribed with bacon and cabbage courtiers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did he do? What was he willing to do in exchange for bacon and cabbage because if it's murder, Connor, I don't understand
2: (laughs) no, it's not murder in any way it's actually dumber because Donald Cosgrave (laughs) told the Kerry Court, you have to have a full stomach for hard work, I did not enter the house, I ate the bacon and cabbage on the back porch and ma'am gave me some mustard and a little bit of dessert because the story is that he had a restraining order from not going to his mother's house this is it. And so, but she <laughs> lured him over by saying, I break the law of having for you. <laughs> Why was he... Wait, so the mother
0: got a restraining order against him.
2: Yeah, but he uh, breached it. It was an order to not enter her home.
0: Right, okay, so unless someone else had it set up. But the mother mm. was just like, ah, you'll have a little bit, won't you?
2: Go on well, now. Go
0: on, How old do you think he is? Um, I would say restraining order 22
2: a 50 year old man told the oh, court no. that he was bribed oh, no. with the offer of home cooked <laughs> bacon and cabbage to go to his mother's house and cut the back lawn for <laughs> what
0: <laughs> just break the to break the restraining order to cut the lawn yeah. he was he said I'll do it on one condition
2: and he insisted though to the court this is all in the courtroom He ate the meal, he'll agree to that, but it was on the porch. He didn't even enter into the house, so he didn't break the no-enter rule. That is
0: technically true, which is the best kind of true. Um, My question is, and I don't know if this will give us an answer, but did he get away with it on that argument?
2: Well, he said he called to his mother's home at Woodlawn Estate, Calarity, because she offered to cook him bacon and cabbage if he cut the grass, which was the deal. But that's a normal
0: conversation if there's no restraining order involved.
2: But he has been barred since July 1st of that year from going to the home or entering the house.
0: Right. And who told on him?
2: in effect it amounted to a bribe because nobody could resist his mother's cooking, he said.
0: So she's known around Killarney for her ability to boil bacon and cabbage
2: Sometimes together, sometimes separately. Oh
0: what is Oh boiled food gets me, man
2: And the, the judge says and this is a very Irish question was the bacon and cabbage to be given before? Or after the grass cutting. Which is better? <laughs> I I mean,
0: look, in terms of energy, yeah. have the bacon and cabbage beforehand. Get tanked up. Cut that grass like nobody's up. business. Yeah. If it's after, what's protein good for, Connor? You know from biology?
2: Oh, um, in muscles.
0: Growth and repair of cells, <laughs> correct. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank, you, thank you, sir.
0: So you've got, <laughs> I you've don't got have the homework for
2: this week, by the way.
0: Oh, see me after class. <laughs> the, so you got the bacon, you got the iron from the cabbage, and yeah. you have the starchy goodness of the potatoes for the slow mm. release energy of the carbohydrates.
2: That's a very, very well balanced, very bland meal. Yeah. Correct,
0: or well, you won't um, enjoy it. But no, it'll you, do. It's,
2: it's obviously it's not like tasty. Like we just want to make this clear. This is an Irish meal ireland is not known for their food i would say um like the italians the french they've got lovely foods yeah the irish we just boil the shit out of something stick it on the plate a bit well, of sports that's it what
0: we want we want to throw everything into a big pot at the start of the day and at the end save time you, you dish that out to all eight of your kids and you're how grands. do you
2: think we came up with stew stew <laughs> just fucking leave it in boiling water that's it <laughs> Just, how much veg do we have? doesn't fucking matter. Throw the all in. Is it, it gone of off? That. It's
0: grand. It's boiling. It'll kill the do Germans. Do we have
2: a very, very tough piece of beef? Fuck that in. We'll chop it up at the squares. Just,
0: do, do you want ox tongue? Do you want to eat tongue today?
2: <laughs> um, so Mr. Cosgrave said it was before... He said you have to have a full stomach for hard work I did not enter the home He, went, he wanted to stress though. So he said I'm not breaking the law I didn't enter the home But then he said But then my mother gave me a little bit of custard And a little bit of dessert for being a good lad
0: Because <laughs> my mammy loves me And I did a very good job So
2: He's 50 <laughs> He's
0: 50 yeah. Now that being said Bit of custard and dessert mm. Nothing wrong with that on a, on a, on a warm no, day no, After not, cutting not. the grass <laughs> And and he riddled with hay fever.
2: <laughs> He's just snuffed all over the place. He's in bits. Um. He had, he had arrived at his solicitor's <laughs> office that day with a pair of sneakers and grass deposits on the rudders. And he was not sneaky and was telling the truth, he said. He turned up with his shoes look, judge, there's grass on them. I cut the grass.
0: I cut the grass for me mother. You know me mother. You, you, you wrote that letter about her. I didn't read it. What was that about?
2: <laughs> was that was that an order to say go visit her? Was, is that what you said was to that,
0: me? Was that to be the best son in the world? Did I win an award?
2: I am, I am your order. Wait, no, Your Honour. Your (laughs) Honour. My order is ham and cabbage. Sorry, do you work here?
0: (laughs) Can I have extra ham and extra cabbage?
2: (laughs) Um, So, Sean, what do you think of this man's story? He said he broke the order, but only because he was bribed by his mother with the promise of of bacon and cabbage.
0: Look, the thing is, and this is absolutely true, the mother absolutely would not have let him say No.
2: No, once you turn up into that home, Irish mother, you're not leaving without the bacon and cabbage in your stomach.
0: You are leaving full. You will not eat for a week. And <laughs> as well as that, it'll be... It, 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 like, that. that's it. Like, now you're locked into it as well. That's your job mm. now, is to cut the grass. In exchange, you'll get lovely bacon and cabbage. Yeah. But you better be there every week or two.
2: <laughs> Otherwise, she, she'll be saying to you, Yo, we only called, you think I'm dead? James, I could have died and gone to heaven you wouldn't even contact me. Or, for fuck's God, sake.
0: God, that grass is getting fierce long. <laughs> I've been dying to
2: make some bacon and cabbage, but I haven't got around to it.
0: <laughs> Shame we couldn't solve both of these issues.
2: <laughs> um, so, Sean, not only is Ireland known for their bacon and cabbage, mm. I mean, it's Paddy's day. We're, we're also, I would say, the word I like to use is roguish and um, there's some there's some rogues here in in the emerald Isles and on on this mostly, call, yes correct n- not on this call, certainly not, because this story involves a very attractive Irish bachelor that struggled to clear the bar <laughs> after closing hours because he was so attractive,
0: oh, he was such a ride, no one would leave. <laughs>
2: A roguish bachelor bar owner, whom Kenmare ladies found irresistible, was finding it very hard to clear his premises, he told the court on Friday.
0: (laughs) He had to say this, he was just like, Your Honour, I didn't ask for this.
2: (laughs) He just takes a step back and just like, his hands just motion down his body. Your Honour, do I have to fucking explain more? Look at me. Sure, what can I do?
0: What can I do? I, it's a, I can't beat him away with a stick, Your Honour.
2: Sure, I've always been said I was class. That's
0: and what they've said to me and I've just gone with it. i have just gone with it and now finally it, it, bite, it, it, it comes back to bite me.
2: <laughs> James O'Connor, 41, a bachelor of O'Connor's Bar. The Square was before the court on allegations of serving drink after hours on two separate occasions last summer.
0: Not great James I'm going to see Can I find James O'Connor Of O'Connor's Bar And I will give the verdict <laughs> Of how attractive he is
2: But this is Irish news So he could look like A fucking tub And we'd be like Fucking hell <laughs> fuck, Fucking
0: hell He's some man uh, <laughs> In Kenmare you say Is it? Yeah Okay let me follow it up here Oof oh, Oof oh, That's him
2: <laughs> Would you leave the bar?
0: I, I don't think I could Leave the bar honestly oh, fuck He's glowing, uh, is he? Oh, he's absolutely roguish. I would say, <laughs> if I were to pick a word, yeah. It's also, also, the um, there's the, a lot of the stories are like the search is on for a good-looking Kerry bachelor. I think I found him, but there's a bunch of images of just like um, Michael Fassbender. He's on it. <laughs> There is it Ted, could be
2: Michael Fassbender. Ted
0: Danson from Cheers.
2: <laughs> is he from Kerry? He could be. I, there's no like... way Ted Danson is from Kerry.
0: No, I think Ted Danson would never set foot in Ireland.
2: <laughs> no, I don't think so. There were apparently... Now, Sean, do you remember when I said that he couldn't get the women away? Yeah. Because he was so attractive. He, couldn't, he was just the most handsome barman Ireland has ever seen. Well... There were 100 people on the premises when Gardy called at 10 to 2 in the morning, over an hour after closing time.
0: (laughs) Look, I would just like to say, maybe he's not that good looking, maybe he just leaves the place open long.
2: Maybe he says you can drink all night, boys, don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, or like, because, how does he, how does he address that in like, his life? If that's the case, because if a hundred people will stay around just to look at this man, how does he go to yeah. the shops? How does he get anything done ever?
2: He doesn't have time to do anything other than be a rogue and open his bar.
0: That, 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 like, why would you open a bar if you're cursed with these good looks?
2: <laughs> See, you know what I mean, you are not blessed because we're like, yeah, he's cursed. <laughs> Must be a bad old no, life for him, <laughs>
0: Connor. That's why we stick to an audio medium. If this was a video <laughs> podcast, my yeah. God, we yeah. would we would never and, get offline.
2: And apparently, there was around twenty-eight on his premises again after hours a, f- a month later. Shot. So this was the first one was in June. Second one is in August. So two months later, he there was another twenty-eight people. Now the twenty-eight could have been all women, but it's not said. Could be some men as well. We're not ruling anyone out. But if he's that handsome, maybe it's men, women, children, everyone. I would say
0: it's universal. We'll leave yeah. children out of it for the sake of a Maybe children is for discussion. Know,
2: health and safety. <laughs> <laughs> for health and safety. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: I do, I do. No, like, he, surely he's the most attractive Irish man to ever live. That's...
2: I thought Fassbender had that. A b- if this man's Also from Kerry. Up, also from Kerry the fuck is going on down in Kerry
0: that all these it,
2: what are they, they drinking what are they
0: what are they what's on tap in O'Connor's
2: what's on tap in the bar <laughs> I want to know is it um, ju- um, wait hang on Judge James O'Connor said other people who wanted exemptions paid 400 euro and Mr O'Connor was not being fair so hang on
0: are they the both named also O'Connor are
2: <laughs> they both named James
0: Ireland is fucking ludicrous
2: what are the chances? <laughs> um, so Judge James O'Connor said that Mr. O'Connor was breaking the law, and he'd ha- everyone would have to pay four hundred euro. They weren't all consuming alcohol, though, said Mr. O'Connor. There's a strong social aspect to the premises. There's a social attraction there in that my client is a bachelor, and young women find him very attractive, his solicitor, Pawrig cuddle, said.
0: <laughs> Lads, come on. That's that listener, fucking, what he did. He didn't look at the case. Until the morning before he had to go into court. And was oh, just,
2: oh Paul, Paul, he did not fucking look at that
0: case at all. No, like, and it was just. He's. And he just had a crush on this dude. He was just like, Look at him, Your Honour. He's gorgeous. Look at him. He's absolutely class. Like, okay, Your Honour, I assume you've seen yeah. a Greek god before, correct? <laughs> Exhibit and he A. Just points.
2: <laughs> look. Look it's one that's on the room Look at this Hercules
0: um, Hercules
2: <laughs> His client said um, Paul, Paul Connell then said That his client was a slight rogue And it couldn't be held against him That all these you, people were obsessed
0: I don't think you can make the slight rogue defence in court
2: Because Oh we'll, hang on. Then Judge James O'Connell replied to the to the solicitor And said most of your clients are rogues <laughs>
0: Oh, Mister O'Connell is a regular in this
2: courtroom. <laughs> I like how the judges look like you always bring the rogue argument. <laughs> I hate it,
0: which makes me look like shit crack if I send him down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I put so many absolute ledge bags behind bars <laughs> thanks to you. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, I love that they're all so similarly named as well. That must be a nightmare for the person who has to type out all the court proceedings.
2: James O'Connor said this, James O'Connor said that, James James O'Connor said you're guilty, James O'Connor said no I'm not.
0: James O'Connell said you're very handsome. <laughs> Porig O'Connor you mean. Porig O'Connor, no, he,
2: he changed his name to James. <laughs> to be more like his, be his hero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, so Derek Fleming from Ken Mayer intervened and said, "The problem is he can't get them, the public, out at night. The premises is beside the square pipe nightclub, and they wait in his bar until it is a time to go there." The sergeant said. Right, now the judge said, "That's a very good point, well explained. However, all these people can't just be sticking around because he's so handsome, which is what the original argument was."
0: That is very true, and. You would argue that surely you would just buy the late, like a later license in that case. Mm. You know, you wouldn't just rely on your but, na- natural good looks to get you out of trouble.
2: But I feel like buying an, an extra license just because you're handsome, I feel like that's discrimination somehow and I don't know how. Are, are you
0: really going to call the discrimination card on the man who's he's, so he's handsome he's getting of, in trouble?
2: He's out of pocket because people find him irresistible. He can't help that.
0: He he can he can stop taking care of himself.
2: <laughs> Eat more shite. Get an Maybe extra bag of Don't go for a run. Don't go for Every a run now and then.
0: You work in a bar. Take a little sample of the offerings. Drink yourself <laughs> like, to death.
2: Uh, your your plan is always why is your plan always drink yourself to death? <laughs> oh,
0: because eventually I'll have I like I'll be in a, a position where I have to be. You know, overly polite and yeah. then I'll be in a bar and someone will say do you want another and I'll say of course I will and then I'll die and then it's no more worries Connor
2: <laughs> and, all uphill it's going to be class
0: and, and then Ted Danson comes out and he's like welcome yeah, to he's the good Kerry. place
2: <laughs> no, no he comes out and goes how's it going boy how's it <laughs> going <on?" laughs>
0: bit cork bit cork from my life
2: <laughs> um, give me a Kerry then
0: no I, I would never offend the people of Kerry Connor
2: that's true, that's true. No, I'm willing to offend anyone and everyone from any county, even Leitrim, even though they're not possibly a place.
0: <laughs> we're not what quite sure Leitrim exists. <laughs> um,
2: this is the Irish episode, we get to go full Irish if we want. <laughs> um, this is all the information we never get to do because we aren't always talking about American stuff, yeah, so we, we just get to so be Irish now. Yeah. <laughs> we're always like, Ohio, where is that? Where's Ohio? <laughs> well, yeah,
0: it'll be like so, oh, he flew from Ohio to Texas, and I'm like, that seems like a far distance, but I'm not sure.
2: It, could be twenty minutes, could be four hours. We don't know. Yeah, or it could <laughs> be
0: because um, yeah, someone told me like if you drive four hours in Ireland, you reach the other side of the island. If you yes. drive four hours in Texas, you're still in Texas.
2: That that's gonna break my bread. I'm like not gonna that. think about it. We just we're just very small, and I like that. Um, we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. Now, there's one thing in Ireland that's very sacred. On on Paddy's Day, of all, it's very important to talk about mm. that. You go to a place called the Chippers, Sean. Now, the Chippers is the holy grail. You go there, with maybe a takeaway. Yeah, get get something you like. There's one thing in the Chippers that most people would go for. Or one or two things I'd say Maybe a kebab as well Batter burger Could be one of the main ones Um, Batter burger as well Battered sausage There's so many choices So many Um, choices But Sean These two inmates Were coaxed by one thing Cloverhill inmates Coaxed down from prison roof With snack boxes
0: Oh You could have a life of freedom Or Three pieces of chicken and chips In a box Sometimes four if the boys are feeling lucky. Fuck it, if you are a regular and the boys are feeling look it's getting towards the end of the night, you're getting a four piece of chicken.
2: Yeah. And you want that four piece. The four piece you would you'll be too full for it, but it's good to have it there like.
0: Oh, it's it's so good. The the local chipper near me um used cause if you're a regular, what you could do is you could just order like one battered sausage, which is like 120, and you'd get a full right. bag of chips with it. What? Yeah.
2: Are they purely bankrupt now?
0: I don't know how they're still in business, but they're fantastic.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> Sean, so snack boxes are like, that's that's after you go to the pub, you're on the way home, snack box is the way to go. Yeah, it's just and like so,
0: comfort food. Like,
2: Yeah, and so these two inmates, they realised there was a massive riot taking place in right. the prison. And they they decided that this was their moment that they were going to try to escape and climb up to the roof and hey. they were going to try and get away. <clears throat> and and but, they,
0: they did a lot of that plan successfully is what you're telling me.
2: Mm, yeah, they, a lo- they did get to the roof. This was um, Now, all these new stories are obviously a bit old so it says last Wednesday but this could have been 10 years ago. Right. Um, so prison control and restraint teams utilized to remove inmates from the prison yard Two prisoners at Cloverhill Prison had climbed up onto the shed and were trying to find a way out. Negotiators finally got there and they spoke with the prisoners for more than 12 hours as they sought to end the turmoil.
0: Just like, what do you
2: want? (laughs) We'll give you money. Well, we have no need for currency (laughs) in here.
0: Oh, there's just... There's some things that a man can only get on the outside. Name one of those things.
2: (laughs) Name literally anything, but it can't be very dear. It can't be.
0: You have five euro each. (laughs) And you have to be careful how you spend
2: it. Does anyone want 350 worth of jelly beans and maybe 150 worth of something else? (laughs) A pick and mix you can have. (laughs) Um, so negotiators, as I said, spoke with them for over 12 hours, Sean, and eventually it was come down to this, that they said they would come down if they were given two hot snack boxes at 1.30am in the morning.
0: Oh, so, okay, so it is that association of like, oh, it's half one, time to go home on the way home yeah. into the chamber <laughs> <snack>
2: <laughs> you're taking their head they're like coming out of a nightclub fucking I may I go get to the snack boxes
0: now yes I'm starving and you, you, yeah. you could have eaten five minutes beforehand but you're starving yeah. at that point
2: yes speaking to the independent ...as source said the prisoners go up there but soon they realize that there's no real available ent- exit there and hu- and they start to get cold and they start to get hungry and they don't want to lose face. So there's nothing wrong with offering food and the situation ended peacefully. Thanks be to God
0: <laughs> Ta- Thanks be to God.
2: Jez. <laughs> thanks be to God, Jesus bless and save us.
0: Jez, could have been an Jez awful be thing to- happening there.
2: <laughs> That's such that only appears in Irish, like small country village articles like, Thanks be to God now. Thanks. Love
0: okay. Thanks be God. Clover Hill's in Dublin though. Like it's not like it's oh the Yeah. Back it is, yeah. Lower. <laughs> the um, I love that this is a regular occurrence that the prisoners get up there and they're like, oh, those fools, they left an escape route in the prison.
2: <laughs> and you think they have, like, a big room full of snack boxes?
0: Just like, right, fire up the microwave.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ. So what does he want? Stack box, kebab, fucking battered sausage. Do you think, we have it all back there.
0: Do you think they have an account with, like, the jipper? And it's just like, yeah, yeah, two I, more. I think
2: they have, like... They have like a, a one of those van chippers. Like he, your man just drives up outside the prison and they go out and just put in the two orders. All the guards get like a, a nice little
0: midnight snack as well.
2: <laughs> what are you getting, Tom? Tom, what are you getting? Chicken burger. Fuck it, hell. And Tom got a veggie burger last week. He's a fucking madman this Is chap.
0: Is Tom feeling Jeez. all right?
2: Jeez, he's not getting the same usual in- <laughs> thing he always gets. I think he's a bit sick.
0: <laughs> Je- Jesse must be depressed. <laughs>
2: Um, So yeah These two prisoners In the middle of the riot All these prisoners Are are all attacking each other And they're all just like Massively trying to murder Probably other gangs These two guys See this as their chance Yeah They try to make the escape They soon realise They can't escape And then they think So we might as well Get fucking something out of it I'm not going to be up here For the crack like
0: Yeah I'm not just I'm not just coming down Like I'd rather just live up here but if there's three or four pieces of chicken and some chips on call... Yeah, maybe in a, bi- in a
2: very weak cardboard container.
0: Oh, that falls apart as you're eating it.
2: Mm. I want the grease to be all over it. And, and garlic mayo as well, please. <laughs> Thanks very much. Actually, do you have a can of Coke? A can do- of Coke? He's looking at, at his parrot. A can of Coke? Fanta. Cheers. can of Fanta, can of Fanta, please. Fanta. <laughs> must be depressed. <laughs> he must be. If you don't get a burger and a can of Coke... you must be depressed. Fuck it. What's going on too? Everything alright at your home? I'm in prison.
0: Everything's not alright.
2: No, I'm in prison. Um, so, so, we're moving on to another section of Ireland. And that is Catholicism. Or religion oh. in general, is what, what I will say. risky now, subjects? Risky subjects, but Father Ted has come and gone, Sean. I mean... Well, I think we're okay to talk about Dublin Priest, which is the start of this headline.
0: Right, okay, okay, Pr- continue on. If this ends with Dublin claims onto roof of prison and asks for a snack yeah. box, i hate
2: snack boxes, my next line. My God,
0: <laughs> must be depressed. He
2: must be depressed, <laughs> he must be depressed. <laughs> Dublin Priest says he is bored, he, or he bored two iron burglars out of his home. Oh, this... <laughs>
0: That definitely was an episode of Father Ted, I'm pretty sure.
2: <laughs> Isn't there a priest that's really boring?
0: Father Stone, yeah. He'd, yeah. He talks real monotonous and everyone's fucking sick of him, and they leave. Um, just like this. When, I,
2: when asked what went through his mind when he found a gun uh, in his home, Arthur O'Neill, Father Arthur O'Neill said, You couldn't print that. Ha
0: ha ha. <laughs> no, no, you couldn't. Fake Arthur.
2: <laughs> Jesus fucking prick! Christ! <laughs> you couldn't print that, now, lads. You couldn't print
0: that. All right, I gave myself confession later. I was Grant.
2: <laughs> can you get away with that? Just really quickly, if you're a priest, yeah. and you
0: do something bad, can you give yourself confession? Boy? I don't know. I don't think that. I think that's not in the spirit of it. I think you have to go to a different no, priest.
2: Yeah, I think it's against the rules somehow, but I don't know how.
0: Yeah, it'd be like. Us rating ourselves five stars on whatever podcast platform we're listening on.
2: Which we recommend everyone else do, but
0: we won't. We we refuse to, because frankly, we think Mm. we're shit. (laughs)
2: That's the Irish way. I wouldn't (laughs) want to put you out if you don't
0: want to rate us. Not not to put you out, but if you could rate us on on fucking iTunes or whatever you're listening on. Deadly.
2: So... The priest told the journal that when he was awoken at around 5am on Sunday morning, on the day of the Lord... He was about to get ready for work. (laughs) Yeah, he was getting up. The one day. (laughs) Lads, you couldn't have done it tomorrow.
0: (laughs) Because Wednesday, I'm doing nothing.
2: (laughs) This day, I'm packed. Me schedule is packed
0: today. Do you think he went on to do an excellent Mass and told it as like a funny anecdote at the sermon?
2: Oh, yeah. He did. He he absolutely did because uh, he told the news that he woke up around five a.m. on Sunday morning when the alarm went off at his home. He told the alarm company that called that he was fine, Ticking the alarm was a mistake. However, he then turned over in his bed to find what looked like a machine gun pointed to his head.
0: Holy shit! <laughs>
2: yeah no I'm grand yeah just rolls over a big Gatlin gun (laughs) (laughs) alright
0: that's another very Irish thing as well is hearing an alarm and doing fuck all about it
2: (laughs) yeah I did well Tommy Tiernan once had a joke about that that if everyone's in a pub in Ireland and the fire alarm goes off everyone doesn't do anything, nobody moves, but if it keeps going off, eventually people will start looking around going, where the fuck, what's going on with that? How how do we turn that off? what's going on. How do we turn that off now? Because there's not a fucking hope I'm moving from this seat and (laughs) have to fucking fight for it. (laughs) You you looked. I think he says, you look to the left, you look to the right, and if you can't see any fire, you fucking settle back in, get another
0: point. Not for me, so,
2: (laughs) none of my concern. Um, so he uh, O'Neill said he wasn't sure if the gun was real, but that he was worried that it, when it was pointed at his head, which I think, yeah, you would be.
0: Error on the side um, of caution on that one, I would say. <laughs> yeah.
2: Two men had broken in hoping to find money, but I told them they had no chance and that they were barking up the wrong tree, he said.
0: <laughs> so, lads, I don't have anything.
2: Puts his arms out and thunder and lightning starts going up beside side. He goes boys, you walked. You walked into the wrong fucking home. I, I like.
0: I, I, it's a very honest thing as well. Just like, geez, lads, if I had it, I'd give it to you. You know.
2: Yeah. But you know what? I don't. And I'm sorry about that, boys. I, I am sorry. Oh,
0: no, and look, I wouldn't lie. I'm a priest.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Come on, now. He he also said he was surprised that they didn't hit him, just out of frustration. Especially when one of the men was saying to the other, put one in his legs. But he said that he was stubborn, and they were stubborn, and they soon realised they were getting naughty. He said the whole break-in lasted about 15 to 20 minutes, and that he wasn't very priest-like with his language during the incident.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes, he's a bit bit of a rogue himself, Father (laughs) O'Neill.
2: In my head, he's John Wick. <laughs>
0: the, uh, the, like, what I like about that is they were both just trying to outstubborn each other. Like yeah. y- Your man was like, you must have something in the house. And he was like, i tell telling you, I have nothing. I took a vow of poverty. <laughs> Come
2: on, give it. I don't have anything. Give it.
0: <laughs> Lads, we're going in circles here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think if you left, you came back another night. Any other day, I'd have time for you. But Quite. boys, I'm on duty now in a few hours.
0: Now, I, have, I have a congregation to address, lads. But this shit doesn't just fucking, happen.
2: You see the fucking time? I have to get fucking shit ready. I'm not going around sleeping the morning away.
0: Nine o'clock mass, ten o'clock mass, eleven o'clock mass. That's the one with the choir in it.
2: This is called Iron Man Sunday. And I'm the Iron Man.
0: Oh, and I just came off of the Saturday vigil, lads.
2: <laughs> and it was a fucking good one. I'll tell you <laughs> that now for nothing. Your mother says hello, by the way. <laughs> is that you, O'Shea? Is that Jimmy O'Shea? Jimmy, oh. Oh, what are you doing to yourself, You're Jimmy? better than this. Ah, your You're granny's a lovely old lady, she is. You're, your father's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> See. I told them to. um, Sorry, the priest may have been scared, but he was brave enough to follow them out the door and shout after them, asking for his phone to be returned when they left. Boys, boys, bring back the fucking Nokia. Come on now. Come on,
0: lads. You're taking. I I shouldn't say it You're taking the piss now.
2: I don't want the curse. I don't want the curse, but you're absolute. Divils, and I don't like saying that
0: I don't like saying it You don't like hearing it I'm sure But just give me the phone back We'll say no more about it
2: I told him to leave it somewhere Because all my contacts were in it And people had my number to call me In emergencies I feel like he's describing mobile phones For everyone But I like his, Id- I like his
0: idea as like he's talking to the journalist And he's just like No it's like this little box in my pocket And it yeah. allows me to yeah. I can talk to people with voice or I can use words to express what I want.
2: And it actually has everyone I probably know in my phone and like it's it's just really cool if I'm in an emergency or if they're in an emergency they contact me. It's really yeah, weird. You should get
0: one, I'm telling you, it's gonna take <laughs> off
2: <laughs> So he's screaming he's screaming at them like he's he's working for like he's working for Nokia or something or Vodafone. He's like, lads, come on. Look that that has fifteen gigabytes of data every single month, lads. Come on, I need that back.
0: Forty Euros lads. Like it, it, and you can't use it. You don't know the password, and I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> Give me it back.
2: The pair, the pair that might have been the might or might not have been the most Christian of people, but they did manage to leave his phone under a tile in his front garden, where it was protected from the rain.
0: <laughs> so they thought about it and were like, ah, oh, they are it, brought it back.
2: They brought it back. Like so
0: they, they must have thought. On. Do you think that they, it was out of the goodness of their hearts that they regretted robbing someone, or they were afraid because they robbed a priest?
2: I think you become afraid. I think once, like, once he becomes powerful, like, you're fucked.
0: Once he becomes powerful?
2: <laughs> yeah, like, once it, like, I'm assuming he has superpowers. Oh, and of course, so he yeah. Of course, like, he has the power of God, so... <laughs> Or like That's why I said He puts his arms out Thunder and lightning Comes up behind him I I think Like his eyes go black (laughs) Or his eyes roll into his head And they're like What the fuck is going on
0: (laughs) That's uh, Look To be fair to the two lads And this is exactly How he would tell this story To be fair to the two lads They put it back under a tile Protected it from the rain They're not so bad They've lost their way
2: Yeah And then he He finishes it off by saying He forgave the men but then he laughed and said they were two stupid men. <laughs> so Ooh, we finished it. Harsh. <laughs> I feel like that's a bit over the top.
0: A bit unnecessary. It's kicking them while they're down, really. They've already been beaten by a man who didn't raise, like, a fist against them. Uh, but no, exactly. Look, I, look, I'm glad no one was hurt. I think it's fucking gas that they just... They couldn't agree on how best to rob him, so they just left.
2: He's he's causing too much hassle. We need to back away, boys. We we could have robbed
0: five houses by now.
2: (laughs) Sean, would you like me to move on to our next piece of news? Because I was thinking that it would be interesting if we covered um, a new story from Sligo. Sligo? Mm.
0: Okay, what's going on in Sligo these days? Now
2: Sligo has a little a little newspaper called the Sligo Weekender, and I came across this headline in one of those like greatest Irish headlines of all time. Right, and why it's so great is because it's such a small town Irish headline <laughs> that they just need news, and so. Imagine the smallest vi- village Wherever you live Wherever you're listening to this Just imagine the smallest village Of like a hundred people It's one street A post office And a pub And a yeah. shop And another pub <clears throat> And another pub <laughs> in Ireland So yeah another pub
0: So <laughs> we have to have Double the pubs And the shops <laughs> Sure. Sure. where's one owner Gonna drink on his off days Like <laughs> <laughs>
2: So fucking he's right there's another one Um, so I have hat found up tree in Carney village
0: (laughs) the search continues
2: it could be the greatest local news story of all time
0: I think I mean they'll be clearly it made the news they'll be talking about that the thing is Mm. someone someone lost that hat right so this is someone's funny dinner party story Which is, one time I lost my hat in a tree and the paper reported on it.
2: Well, this is in the literal paper. So that's why I really want to stress, we know the way we always say Ireland is small. Yeah. It's so small that these kind of stories get put into the newspaper eventually. The the print
0: version, the physical newspaper. Someone
2: typed this out, right?
0: Because I have... Someone laid a page around this story.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have hat found I'm going to read you the whole article Sean Because I think it's important Okay Hat found A hat has been found up a tree In Kearney village The head garment (laughs) Which is green With a white bobble Was discovered last Sunday By a local resident
0: (laughs) Okay Okay And so we have a location We need a motive
2: (laughs) I could hardly believe my eyes When I saw it up there Said the resident (laughs) couldn't you though
0: would you not just say oh god there's a hat in a tree
2: (laughs) why would you be like what the fuck is that
0: oh my god what don't look children (laughs) (laughs) don't look shield your eyes
2: it's it's x rated somebody's cold above the eyes (laughs)
0: my god so what green hat with a white ribbon around it
2: Green a uh, green hat with a white bobble,
0: white bobble
2: on it. Okay, mm. how
0: would that end up in a tree, Connor?
2: Probably through some fucking suspicious means, if you ask me. There's no way it ended up there innocently.
0: I know, I'd say it's a few wrongings involved there.
2: Mm.
0: Mm. I, I mean, the yeah. thing about it is, as well, like so. I. It's a small enough village that I think someone could probably just say, "Hey, I lost my hat." And someone it would turn up. Someone would just hand it over to them. Um, But they decided not to tell anyone that their hat was missing. So maybe Mm. they put the hat in the tree. They didn't report it to the police. They didn't go to the local Garda station, no.
2: I would have went to the FBI. I would have actually went above them and gone to America.
0: I would have went to the UN and said, Hey, my head is cold. This is a war crime.
2: I... I So the resident had more to say Sean He said I could hardly believe my eyes Also it says the resident So you have to keep it a mysterious You don't want to reveal the identity of this resident It could harm him
0: Oh no they don't want their name They don't want their name tied to this heinous act
2: (laughs) I'm imagining a documentary Where like the person is all in black And they've like monitored their voice (laughs) They're
0: just a silhouette of a human And
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're like I could hardly believe my eyes When I saw it up there
0: like the trauma The horror That I witnessed that day
2: They said I got it down with a stick And put it on a fence Opposite Laura's pub Oh fucking hell
0: You know what It would be a good place to For someone to find it Because retracing. Where, where steps, would
2: everyone be Where does everyone go The Lawrence.
0: pub Laura's Mon- Laura's pub Of a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday Not Sunday Lord's Day Mass
2: <laughs> What about Friday
0: uh oh you stay Home over drink. on Thursday. Home drinking.
2: Drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, the owner now has until December sixth to reclaim the hat, after which it will be destroyed, Sean. Destroyed? So this is during the winter months, somebody's surely gonna die. What the fuck why why do they have to destroy it? Can they not like give it to charity or something? There's, like, loads of kids. Really cold. Shut up, little Johnny. We're going to tr- tr- watch as we throw this in the incinerator.
0: That that came from the devil tree.
2: Hmm. Like, at Christmas. Some kid could have done with that at Christmas. Sure, but, like... Okay.
0: What, who, it was handed in, I assume, into the guards or the police or whoever it was. Mm. Into, like, a lost and found type thing. But then... Like, who handed it in? Because the the resident just left it on the wall outside
2: Laura's. I feel like the resident seems to have a lot of loopholes. Seems to have a lot of loose ends in their story.
0: Yeah, it's not adding up for me.
2: I'm just thinking. No, I w- what? To oh. be honest with you, it is... Should we get on to maybe Bodo or someone to do a SOG, some sort of live aid for, for whoever owns this That's hat? It. Yeah I think
0: I think maybe Bono Maybe Geldof would get in on it
2: Geldof uh, K- would be in He'd come in on this He loves He'd any kind in. of a
0: cause whatsoever uh, I have a theory uh, I think I know who the resident is Or who? I think it's Laura <laughs> Advertising Her own pup <laughs>
2: And she didn't even say anything under it. We, I put it across from Laura's pub, like we know who the fuck you are, Laura. Yeah,
0: Laura. Okay, if you, yeah. if you want to be, and also very detailed description of the hat. So, if from a distance mm. you saw a green hat with a white bobble on it, you would know Laura's pub is near there.
2: Oh. Oh very interesting Are we trying to claim that Laura Is the mysterious finder of this hat Went undercover Did not reveal her identity Just to advertise in a very small Local newspaper about her pub
0: All I want to say is I've looked up the pub And it's green and white
2: (gasps) Oh fuck Oh fuck. Now we could just say it's in Ireland and that would make sense, but no!
0: No, there's a grand conspiracy. (laughs) There's
2: a grand conspiracy. Um, Okay, Sean. We are going to finish off our Paddy's Day special extravaganza.
0: Extravaganza. With.
2: uh, Extravaganza. With. A throwback to an actual story that we have done, I would say, more than once on the show. Because it has appeared in our top 10 weird news stories of all time. That's
0: it, and that's competing against the world for best story that's of all
2: the time. world. So we are in the, I don't know if it came first. It might have come second or third. I think it was third.
0: top three, I think.
2: Yes, because we have to go to a little place <laughs> called Drogheda. In County Loud, Sean, for our next and final story. And many people probably listening to this have already heard it, but it's Paddy's Day. And allow us to just reminisce about one of our favourite fucking maniacs from these isles.
0: We will look back on it fondly, and we yeah. can all enjoy ourselves.
2: Irish woman who married 300-year-old pirate ghost announces break up.
0: <laughs> oh, Beautiful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how do you feel about Amanda Teague these days, Sean? Amanda Teague, I look.
0: I've I've read through the book uh, mm. that that uh, very kind patron Roisin got us, um, and Amanda Teague. We've she's been quiet recently. No, no news I mean, on. She's any.
2: heartbroken,
0: still in mourning. Of
2: course, mm. um, <laughs> for three hundred years.
0: <laughs> but uh, what gets me about this story is how. Because this was the one that was on this morning, was that right?
2: No, that was Amethyst Realm. Are
0: they not the same person? I'm nearly sure they are.
2: Amanda Teague is a 300-year-old pirate ghost wife.
0: Yeah.
2: Amethyst Realm has had sex with over 15 ghosts and then got married to one.
0: Right, okay. Uh, Yes, Sorry. Amanda Teague is a fan of Amethyst Realm.
2: Amanda Teague is the woman whose job it was to be a a Jack Sparrow dress-up gal. Impersonator. And so her job was to dress up as Jack Sparrow and go to work, which is fine. But then she married a 300-year-old pirate ghost in her personal life. And I feel like that's where the two lines crossed in the wrong way.
0: Yes, and... Forgive me for getting confused. It is weird that there's two stories about pirate ghosts, though.
2: <laughs> no, Amundsen's realm doesn't have any pirate ghosts. I'm
0: nearly positive she does, dude. Hang on. But <laughs> no,
2: she doesn't.
0: Hang on. No, I.
2: Her pirate, her ghost. Oh, you could be right. Actually, I don't know. I thought her ghost was called Ray.
0: He did. No, she did have a ghost called Ray. Uh, woman got a divorce <laughs> from a pirate ghost. Uh, yeah, that's a fatigue. No, Amethyst Realm. No, Amethyst Realm. Uh, Would uh, <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous? Uh, yeah, Amethyst Realm um, got married after having sex with twenty ghosts. Got married to a yeah. pirate ghost and later divorced him. I think after they went to Thailand and he cheated on her.
2: Yes, I know. He got mad at the drugs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a, Yeah, he fell in with the wrong crowd. Yeah,
2: they—they um,
0: they were definitely we're, we're both involved Teague, with pirates
2: at some point. So we were saying these two guys could have known each other back in the day. Back in, the, they could have sailed together, Connor. They could have been sailmates. Yeah, sailmates. <laughs> <laughs> so Teague, Teague, who has five children from a previous marriage with a living man. <laughs> Why do they need to confirm that?
0: Because the rest of the, the story is all about pirates.
2: See, um, so they, I love that they're like, she has five children. But not from this marriage, from a previous marriage, with a living man. You probably know how it works.
0: Yeah, it's, these aren't ghost babies we're talking about.
2: No, I'm not being ridiculous. Um, she believed she had found her soulmate in Jack, also Jack, called name Jack, who was executed over 300 years ago for theft at sea. The marriage was not to last, however, and she took to social media to announce her their split. So I feel mm. it's time to let everyone know that my marriage is over, Amanda wrote. I will explain all in due course, but for now, I want to say is to be very careful. She, very careful, she says. Careful in explanation marks. Very careful when dabbling in spirituality. It's not something to mess with.
0: No, it's a very serious mm. thing to have, get married to a 300-year-old pirate ghost... And have a bunch of sex with ghosts. This is all <laughs> top tier stuff folks.
2: We don't fuck around in Ireland. We have stories of lost hats. We've got snack boxes. We also have one of the weirdest women in the world. <laughs> the
0: escalation involved in these stories by the way. where mm. We started off with just like funny little story about bacon and cabbage. Yeah. But now we're having sex with pirate now- ghosts.
2: Now we're having sex with Pyrocos, yeah. Having built the relationship since 2014, the great sex wasn't enough for Teague Sean. However, and she gave Jack an ultimatum. He craved the sea.
0: Need-
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're loving it enough, babe. I need the water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, drugs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and drugs And drugs And canons um, I told him I wasn't really cool With having casual sex with a spirit And I wanted to make a proper Commitment to a- each other She told Jack back in January of 2018 If I'm going to be in a long term Relationship with someone I have the right to be married I want the big traditional wedding With the white dress it was very important to can't me Can't be
0: super traditional though can it Because he's yeah. dead <laughs>
2: can that would be a hindrance to the ceremony i would say yeah it would
0: look it's it's difficult you're gonna drop the ring a few times just resign yourself to that now
2: (laughs) probably every time actually to be honest with you
0: what if one time it fucking worked though wouldn't that be mad
2: (laughs) (laughs) you'd be fucking freaked (laughs) i'd be like yes
0: I I, I told you
2: (laughs) I fucking told you She pointed directly at her mother I fucking told you Uh, Um, By the way We never discussed before The effect on the children She already has five children And they now find that their mother Is marrying a ghost pirate
0: Yes A weird one I would say You wouldn't Mm. tell your friends about it Would you
2: Not at school I wouldn't say I would open with that at school No
0: no, and it's like, and what's it going to be when, like, because you're a kid, your birthday is like, oh, I got a bunch of presents and cake and shit. Um, hmm. Oh, what did, you know, stepdaddy Captain Jack get me? To say, oh, he's not here. He couldn't make it today. <laughs> did
2: he get me some gold? Never gets me any gold. <laughs> wh-
0: what if she really leaned into it and was just like,
2: oh, some doubloons. <laughs> What did he get you? A big bag of sand? Fucking hell, you're doing well this year. Yeah, what, what, what's that? That's a, a black spot.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
2: Marriage, marriage to a ghost is legal in some countries, Sean, such as France and China. And so the couple travelled to international waters to ensure the legality of their marriage would be upheld. Jack was represented by a skull and crossbones flag while his specially designed wedding ring was placed on a candle. Um, clever. Uh, placed on a candle as he could not prevent a, a hand on which it would be placed. <laughs> he,
0: okay, that's a clever way of getting around it, I will say. You could have gone a bit more piratey theme themed, though, and, like, put it on a sword or something.
2: Oh, yeah, I think you could have been way cooler.
0: Yeah, I, candle, it's fine, I get it. I want my ring on a sword.
2: He also gave his vows with the help of a medium, while a shaman priest presided over the marriage. Obviously I can't speak for him, but there was there has to be verbal consent from both people, said Teague <laughs> at the time.
0: So the medium was allowed to speak for Jack.
2: Yeah, well, he can speak to Jack, so it's like a third party.
0: Yeah, and just say, oh, oh Jack says he loves you very much. And it's like her old friend from back in Kids who had a massive crush ja- on her the whole time.
2: Jack said, You should marry someone else. <laughs> yes. um, the couple what? went on the.
0: What? I was going to say, What if he contrived this whole thing? He's just like, Oh, Jack said he's running away. He's leaving you at the <laughs> altar.
2: But he said, Stick around. You'll find your next true love around that corner. (laughs) Give me four minutes.
0: (laughs) He just runs, changes into a tuxedo really quickly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The couple went on to honeymoon in Ireland before returning to Teague's current home in Downpatrick. She claimed that before their split, the couple would go on date nights to dinner and to the cinema, while he ensured she always received a Christmas and birthday present by sending a message to one of her daughters about what he'd wish to buy. I'm... What? What? Yeah.
0: I, I this I think we touched on this earlier. Does she get two cinema tickets and does she get two restaurant
2: I seats? Mean, have you seen the price of a cinema ticket these days? She's buying two and nobody's sitting beside her. I am in outrage.
0: That is very, very true. Mm. Uh like well, what if someone comes in and sits beside her then? Or what if she's at the restaurant and they say, Can we use this chair?
2: <laughs> she's like, No, it's a long story, but fucking no.
0: I won't get into it, sir. But <laughs> how dare you? But
2: how fucking dare you? Um, so that Sean is probably our top weird news story from Ireland that we've ever produced here.
0: That's absolutely ridiculous. It's weird that it's that one. Like the the other one that was in my head um, for the for you know one we've spoken about before is the one whiff and you're stiff. Do you remember that?
2: Oh yes, the yeah, fume, that's pretty the, good.
0: The fumes from the Viagra factory were oh, affecting fuck, people. That's, great. that's yeah. a good one, isn't it? I, fr-
2: I forgot about that one.
0: <laughs> the um, but like it, it's weird. Like the escalation because there are some ones that are just fucking dumb and small town news, like Laura trying to advertise for her pub, and then there's a woman who thinks she married a pirate ghost. And I love pirates mm. and ghosts, but they're not real.
2: So, Sean, has this been a good Paddy's Day episode? I, I feel like we we showed people the ways of the Ireland.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I think we're we're opening people's view of what the country can be because we're not all mm. lovely and chatty, and no, w- we are not Some a good reference. Are you? Oh, I was going to say we are not a good representation <laughs> because we're lovely and chatty, but oh, oh, he did. Oh, I'm willing to throw you to the dogs. <laughs> you're an yeah. absolute. You're a piece of shit. <laughs>
2: Case and Point, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Case and Point.
0: I'm never eating anything out of politeness in your hand house again. In your hand, I'm not eating <laughs> out of your hand, Connor. I'll never eat out you of your come hand. To my again. house,
2: you come to my house. I'm gonna get some loose frosties and just put the bunch in your mouth. Now have that. Now
0: it's <laughs> like grain for a horse. Just
2: <laughs> does anyone have any muesli? We'll get that. We'll give that to you before we start recording. Oh,
0: some dry muesli before recording. That'll go great.
2: Sean would you like to take us out on this very Irish day
0: Yes thank you everyone for listening Happy St. Patrick's Day Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to two people Just chat through weird things that happened in Ireland um, mm. Big thank you Especially goes out to our patrons over on Patreon uh, we I have
2: do- one name change by the way Do you? Just so you know.
0: Oh thanks for telling yes. me in advance bud
2: <laughs> Yeah I just remembered
0: Okay well, <laughs> let me know when it Comes up and we'll it's, fill it in. Then.
2: It's waffles. It's I will waffles. say
0: that. Waffles is okay. first on the list, Connor. <laughs> That's what
2: I just was thinking. It's, okay. <laughs> it's, I can do waffles later, then you can come in for the rest.
0: Okay, perfect. So, for those that don't know what we're talking about, we have a funny game going where uh, we'll read anything that the patrons say, I will read anything that the patrons type out. Mm. Um, so, if you want to become a patron and change your name, I will say anything, it can be a promo, it can be slander, it's all fine. Mm. Uh, slander's grand. Sla- slander's grander is what we say here. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, big thank you goes out to Waffles.
2: W- Waffles, tree cats in a trench coat, Williams.
0: Excellent, tree cats, in a, that's getting updated. Tree cats in a trench coat, Williams. <laughs> Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Snyder cut my hair, Bernie. Raymond, what seems to be... <laughs> Fuck you, Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> Raymond, Raymond, what seems to be the officer problem?
2: <laughs> <King>.
0: <laughs> Robbie Williams, CGI monkey enthusiast, Hallie. Ryan, Saturn paint, Evanson. Sean's fear for a head, Jamieson. Dominic, Josiah, Florida gal, Green. Anna Hooks for Hansel Moose. And Lil Dicky got high on THC and felt better on CBD McGrew. Well done. (sighs) Thank you all so, so much for your continued support. Really, really appreciate it. Um, There's a link to the Patreon in the description if people want to support the show there. We did recently put up a Spider-Man 3 review, um, which was a lot of... I was going to say it was a lot of fun to do. Um, It was a slog to watch and fun to make fun of.
2: Yeah, I would say that's probably a more rep- uh, honest representation.
0: Yeah, so that is up there along with all of our movie reviews if you want to take a look at it. There is a merch store as well if you want some shirts or mugs or hats. or There's backpacks. I saw there was backpacks recently. and That's interesting. Backpacks. Um, there are backpacks. For all the travel I'm doing. Um <laughs> <laughs> You can also follow us on Twitter at Heroes for HigherPod, the four is the number four. Facebook, uh, we have a, dis- a group there, Detective Divelman's Discussion Group, where you can post memes and uh, threats. Can they post threats in the group, Connor?
2: P- probably. I mean, I might delete them if they're very threatening. But minor threats I'm okay with.
0: My, so just threats to Sean is what he's saying there. Yeah, mostly
2: Sean. Mostly Sean I'm okay with.
0: Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Here's for Hire podcast. You can email any questions or queries to here's for hire underscore at outlook.com. But the most important thing to do is just tell one human being that we
2: exist. Just the one, please.
0: And I think that's about it, Connor. I
2: think that's it. So I have been Connor Long. I have been
0: Sean Mean. I will
2: see you next week, guys. Bye.